Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Okay. So far, airway, phase one, suction and move the tongue. Phase two, basic airway, bag valve mask adjuncts, naso and oropharyngeal airways. Phase three, pre-oxygenation, RSI, the intubation procedure. And today, the final phase, phase four, this is kind of expert level stuff, but I'm just going to give you an introduction to it, difficult airways. Your plan B, what to do when things aren't going right and you can't really get the tube in and things are just not working. If you get a chance to do airways on your rotation, your attending is going to want you to verbalize a backup plan. And last week we mentioned how you're supposed to say five things out loud so that your attending knows that you've you've prepared equipment and one of those things was like a laryngeal mask airway. But what, what you're doing here is you're verbalizing that you have a plan B and a plan C. This is very important for you now and forever and ever. You need to have a backup plan. And really, there are, are five choices for your backup plan, five kind of classic options. And we're just going to go over briefly the five airway fallbacks today. And this is going to be more for when you're a little more advanced and you've gotten good at intubation and things like that. So you've suctioned, you've moved the tongue, you've bagged, you've you put in the nasopharyngeal or the oropharyngeal airway adjuncts, you pre-oxygenated, and then crap, you missed the tube. So you kind of like adjust and you try again and like, shit, you miss it again and you can't get it. And you're going to kind of look to your tending and, and they'll hold your hand. And then you're, you're going to study this because a few years from now, there's not going to be anybody to back you up and it's going to be you all alone. Guaranteed. It'll be the middle of the night because that's when bad airways happen. It's like a, a, a law of nature and it's going to be all on you. So Five things just to let sit in the back of your head. Your first backup trick is something called the bougie. And the bougie is this long, blue, flexible, stylet-looking thing. It's a few feet long. It's stiff, but still kind of floppy. And it's thin. It's like the size of a, a straw, maybe. And there's a little bend at the end. And what you can do, if you're trying to intubate, but you can't really get a great view, if you can tell that at least kind of where the cords are and you just can't visualize them directly, or if you can see the cords, but you can't get the tube to like go through, what you're going to do instead is you're going to slide in this little blue bougie thing and this long, stiff stylet. And it's a lot easier to fit this through the cords than the whole endotracheal tube, right? It's called a bougie. Have your attending or the respiratory therapist show you where the bougies are in the resuscitation bay if you haven't seen one before, because I promise you they're in there. And you can slide an endotracheal tube over the bougie. That's how like thin it is. Remember, it's light blue. It's like a couple feet long. So you can slide this bougie all the way down their trachea to hold your spot, kind of plant it there. And then it, it will stay there if you push an endotracheal tube over it. It doesn't fall out. It works really well. My second trick a great device that you will see in the resuscitation bay is something called like a glide scope. That might be like the brand name. I don't know if I'm allowed to do use 
brand names or not. Um, or like, I think it's like, it's called video laryngoscopy, right? And this gets used in trauma a lot. There is a blade and it's has a sharper curve to it. Uh, it, then, then your Mac, but there's a camera on the end, like right at the tip of the blade, there's like this camera. So you don't actually have to have like a direct line of sight between your eyeballs and their vocal cords to get the tube to the right spot. Uh, this is a camera. And so it's almost like playing a video game or something. So you basically just slide this curved blade in. It has a camera on the tip and you're hugging the tongue kind of same as before. And you're going to aim that camera up and you're going to look and you're going to point it right at the, the vocal cords. You're going to visualize the vocal cords and you're going to see them pretty easily with the camera on the video screen usually. And what you're going to do, this is typically the harder part, is you, you get the tube in while you look at the TV screen instead of with a direct line of sight. And so you basically curve the tube around, kind of just using muscle memory, basically. It takes practice, and, and that's called the glide scope, which is the, the brand name, but it's video laryngoscopy. So you basically, have, your blade is actually a camera that also you can, you know, has a handle, so you can kind of shift things around with your hand and you use, uh, a, a, you, you advance the tube by looking at where the camera is seeing instead of looking directly. These two will get you virtually all of the difficult airways. But if they don't, there's still like three options left, but we're getting a little more like exotic. There's something called flexible endoscopy. This is the same type of device that they do like bronx with or colonoscopies with, but it's it's for an airway, right? And basically it's a stylet with a camera at the end again. And you can actually look through this like peephole and it has buttons that you can use to navigate which way the camera points at the end. And so you can navigate it like through the mouth and you can point it towards the cords and you can scooch it down the airway. And I've used this twice and it saved my butt both times with like a bad angioedema where the tongue fills up the whole mouth and you actually, you can do it through their, their nose. So you like drive it down the back of their nose and you, you slide it in and the endotracheal tubes already on it, obviously. And then you just put, you, you put the endotracheal tube down through their nose. It, it's it will, sometimes it comes to that. You, you drive it all the way past the cords, just like with the bougie. And then you slide the endotracheal tube over it. Next, we've talked about the LMA, the laryngeal mask airway in previous episodes. It's a more, more basic device because it doesn't slide all the way through the cords and it sits kind of inside the mouth in the oropharynx, but it kind of just covers the whole airway and the cords area and you can bag through it if you get stuck. And it might not be definitive as they say, but if you feel like you've lost and there's, you're just like, you can't, I mean, you just can't get the airway. This will at least get the job done. It oxygenates and it's better than letting a patient die. Because if that doesn't work, your your final step, at least in my mind, the final one that I'm pretty comfortable with is the crike, cricothyrotomy. I would recommend that you look this up on MCRIT because that's where I learned to do a crike. That's that's what I studied. And it when I did the the one crike I've ever done, that was who taught me how to do it. There is kind of like a classic by the book way with this like whole crike kit and it has like different tools and hooks and a bunch of steps. And then there's like the ED MCRIT easy to remember way when shit is hitting the fan and you're trying to remember the steps to a procedure that you're only going to do like a few times in your life. And so you're going to feel for something called the cricothyroid membrane. And if you forgot the anatomy of that, that's okay. Just like look it up in a book or something, but you're going to feel for that membrane. That's your target. And then scalpel, finger, bougie. I did not come up with this. Scalpel, so you're basically going to cut down to the membrane, 
finger. You're going to stick your finger into the hole, into the trachea. Bougie. Slide that bougie we talked about up against your finger and into the airway hole. And then from there, it's kind of like using a bougie. You, you basically just choose a smaller endotracheal tube now, but you just advance it over that, that bougie, and it's easy and it's quick. I've done this uh, it, once. It was pretty slick. My attending and I did it together. I was actually, I think I was an intern. But um, it, it was pretty slick. It works well. A scalpel, finger, bougie. Google it, MCRIT style. That's your backup. That's how I would learn it. You only do this if you can't get the tube in. And also, if you can't oxygenate them or bag them for some reason. That pulse ox is dropping down like low, low now. It's, you know, it's like 20s, 30s, and like the bag valve mask isn't working. You're like, what do we do if for some reason you can't get to bag? Can't intubate, can't oxygenate? That's that's scalpel, finger, bougie. The guy I did this on, we thought he had like a COPD flare or something. He was really bad, wheezy, squeaky. And we were going to like intubate him for respiratory failure. And when we paralyzed, um, we we stick in the, the laryngoscope leg, and it's a big tumor there, um, kind of right on his cords. And there's like no space to squeeze a tube through. And now he's all paralyzed and everything. So not all that wheezes is asthma, apparently. And my attending and I cracked him in turn year. It was, I think it was in turn year. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty intense, but actually went really smooth. So that's your plan B. Just to recap, all of airway, everything we've covered, suction, move the tongue. Simple devices are your nasopharyngeal and your oropharyngeal airways, and then bag valve mask. Pre-oxygenate an RSI if you want to put in an endotracheal tube, and if you can't get the endotracheal tube in and you're stuck, run through just some of those plan Bs that we covered today. Uh, Grab the bougie. Uh, practice with the bougie. Grab the the glide scope, the video learned us. We practice with that. Learn how to intubate by looking at a camera instead of looking directly with your eyeball. Uh, the flexible endoscope or whatever it's called. Yeah, it, you can look at it through your eye. Like practice driving that and trying to go in like through someone's nose. Like that's something that you have to know how to do. Get really good at the LMA. I said that last a couple weeks ago too. You have to really know that LMA. It's a really important tool. And in emergencies, can't intubate, you can't get their oxygen up, crike, scalpel, finger, bougie. Look it up on like MCRIT or YouTube. Keep it simple. And that wraps up airway. You might not learn all of this all today just through a podcast. That's okay. But as you go through your training and as you're on your rotation, I want you to re-listen to this a few times. This is your kind of simple basic airway algorithm explanation. And I want you to get your hands on this stuff and I want you to to practice with them and just keep practicing and keep practicing and then listen back to this and kind of mark it off and, and eventually you'll have a pretty good grasp of airway. And that wraps it up. Next week is State of the Podcast. Be sure to follow on Facebook if you haven't already. And then until next week, keep working hard, keep studying and be sure to enjoy your shift.